0: hey everybody and welcome to the high sessions hawaii podcast where we talk about everything local and beyond i am john yamasato your host and joining me today is mr Kaoshima bukuro how's it mr devon Dakoba and Ms. hoku kodi thank hey, you so Aloha. much for being here
1: thanks for having me
0: before we begin we will um so I going to have to this all from show. memory I, I again because
2: he didn't write anything down. I've been, so, waiting, I've been
0: so busy, dude. It's just been <laughs> so
2: crazy. So he um, has this big paper that has all the stuff that we need to mention. Oh, yeah. got it. And so this I, time he did not do This is like the second time he's second doing time it. The second time in a row I haven't done it. And I'm gonna going to have to do it the next net, one and too. And it freaks yeah. him out every time.
0: All right. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at, uh, at High Sessions. And then you can go to YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Music to find us uh, to download the podcast if you'd like to get more music on the channel music not podcast but music portion you can be a Patreon yeah because
2: you really want to have more podcasts don't you (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) patreon.com P-A-T-R-E-O-N and there you can donate to help the show you get to select who's coming on the show Uh, we do like every artist does X amount of songs and we leave one song specifically for Patreons only so there's stuff like that that goes on
2: there uh, oh! Don't forget to give us a rating as well. Give us a rating, please. yes, five stars. Like, yeah, please. yeah, five. Sorry, give us a five star rating. Yeah, not just a rating. Yeah, if you're gonna sponsors. give us less than that, don't don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, okay, and then um, after that, See, I yes. feel like I'm back in school again. Our sponsors. Yeah, please visit com. our sponsor. I think they're still looking for helpers, you know. Oh, really? $15 an hour if you want to do some landscaping work. Like I said, it's a great summer job. And they will train. And they will train you, although experience is preferred. (laughs) And uh, Fort Ruger Market. There you go. So uh, is it just Ruger Market now? Oh, no, it's Fort Ruger Market. Yeah, Fort Ruger Market. Or you can call it Ruger Market or uh, for their delicious food. Mm. We'll post their website there. But, man, we've been eating healthily. Lately. Well, you you guys have.
2: I missed the first time. Yeah, we yeah. Had yeah you that. missed I'm the first one. Oh, I'd well, like to thank Bobby out. Higo
3: for coming by and giving us some lunch. And, and by some the way, there's a, there's
2: a special deal. When you see this today, it will be Wednesday. We shot this on Tuesday. That's right. But uh, we're going to start a new deal with Fort River Market. That's
3: which right.
0: Which is? That's right. <laughs> Kyle?
3: If you buy a plate A, which is the Hawaiian plate, and you download the coupon or get the coupon from. <laughs> From high sessions? I don't so, know, you, you're supposed the, to know all this, shit. This John. whole podcast... Dude, I'm like
0: running
2: around <laughs> setting everything up. You're supposed to be paying attention. You need to You need to direct message them. Yeah, basically. direct message. For, no, them. you
3: need to direct message high sessions.
0: You not get to,
2: us. Yes. No, you well, gotta let them know. Because don't worry. Because otherwise, they're not gonna give you the no. code.
0: By the time this comes out, it'll be set and I'll, I'll post it anything. But you get free... Boiled peanuts. Yeah, with yeah. Your, yeah. With They're famous plate. boiled peanuts. Yeah. That, that
2: yeah. is the main part of it, is that you get free boiled peanuts. Yeah, yeah. so not when only you do you plate. get
0: your Hawaiian plate, you get foil, boiled yeah. peanuts for yeah. free. And so that's a, that's a pretty good market. deal.
2: Yes, it is. Very in, much so. In
0: fact, man, I don't know if I could eat a whole Hawaiian plate by myself. I'd have to split it anyway. Yeah. It
2: could have been actually the three of us eating a little bit Yeah, yeah.
0: It's a lot of food. Yeah. All right, you can find De- Devin at Kumu94.7. You can find Kyle at HighLife808.com. Mm um, High Life still has the um, Colt Brennan shirts going on, so please go ahead and uh, get a shirt there to help out the family and all that stuff. All right.
2: Uh, I how think many that's new Patreon people do we have? Do we have any?
0: No, page, no new patrons okay. this week, but um, we have a lot. We have seventy something patrons. That's great. Thank you. Yes, thank you, everybody. And you know, if you ha- if you're in the um, sticker donation level. Which you get a free sticker. Oh. You also get a free doodle. And ah. I've been like, I got a few doodles backed up. And I kind of messaged everybody and said, hey, have you did anybody not get a doodle yet? And I haven't got any responses. So if you need a doodle, let me know. <laughs> I got doodles. I have a lot of doodles. But are you a $5 patron? Oh, no. Yeah, see, the I am. Because I'm actually here for that. I mean, you're not going to get a doodle.
2: <laughs> Why not? Why does he a dude? doodle?
0: Because you're a part of the show already.
3: What? <laughs>
2: you get jipped
0: dude all right sorry (laughs) okay so now we will turn our attention to hoku sorry sorry for that oh no totally completely crazy introduction
3: john's off his game today because he's
0: (laughs) deprived (laughs) Uh, yeah i went to sleep early last night i woke up early today and uh try to like wash my car and stuff because everything is falling apart just because i haven't been able to do anything but work for the last two weeks but you you
2: do sell a lot of houses so
0: Sorry. yeah 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 it's been it's been busy so it's good
2: now <laughs> by the way um when you do the pictures from here on i know it's kind of a far distance but just try to smile oh i saying. am smiling in that picture are you really smiling yeah if you oh, zoom okay. in i'm smiling you gotta you gotta smile with your body bro oh all right because it's so far away though, all you see is the house and you standing there and you look kind of like huh? i i thought i thought it was
0: uh <laughs> i thought it was um I did a few shots where I was standing closer to the house, yeah. but then I hadn't shaved today. So I was like, oh, I better be kind of more farther away. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that professional.
1: Right. But,
0: but that's... Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry. So, so Hoku, uh, you're Devin's guest in the sense that you folks met and then he invited you on the show. So Devin's style is he tells me that uh, you're coming and that there's something that has to do with marine life. She's a marine and then biologist. that's it. yes. So... Uh, Maybe if you could introduce yourself and let us know what you do a little bit, because up until now, I have no idea other than marine biologists. Yeah, marine (laughs) biology. So uh, give us a little
1: background on yourself. (laughs) Thanks. Uh, Well... You know, to be fair, Devin kind of did the same thing to me. <laughs> As to, oh, you know, uh, what, what do I expect? What, what what to expect? What are we doing? What are we talking about? Ah, man, nah, just gonna be a fun talk story. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> like, okay, like, like, oh wow. <laughs> okay, shoot. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I'm I'm Hoku. I'm uh, originally from Honolulu, and my family is from Hawaii Island. I oh went uh, what from side? Hilo side. Okay, and um, I went yeah. to you know I graduated from Radford High School. I went to school in Providence, Rhode Island. I got a degree in computer graphics and new media and then came home, went to Uichilo, got a degree in marine science and uh kind of been working in marine conservation ever since. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, well, are you
0: with any sp- particular uh group or organization?
1: Yeah, so uh for the la- since about 2013, you know, I've dabbled in other, you know, uh short-term jobs, but for the most part I've been involved with uh Kireato Conservancy, which is part of uh Papahānaumokuākea Marine National Monument. Oh,
0: okay. And what is your uh, kind of like day-to-day tasks or, or <laughs> th-
1: what do you think about on a day-to-day basis when it comes to marine conservation? So a lot of what I do uh, has to do with seabirds and marine mammals, um, but it kind of sits oh. in that interstitial area where you do a little bit of like, uh, you, you weave together a little bit of culture. Not a little bit, but you, we, you weave together culture and science to try and find like uh, new ways to, not new ways, but more improved ways of of, yep. of taking care of, of of stewarding these places that we really really love and want to protect
2: yeah what causes the pivot for you between you know where you went to school what you got your initial degree in to suddenly go no nah, you know what I'm to do marine biology
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know it seems like a weird turn but um, you know the ocean was growing up at the ocean was probably my most is memories you know ever mm. uh, I had a come from a fishing family an ocean family um and yeah just outside of school i i I, you know i played sports i did hula um grew up in a family of musicians you know so hawaiian music all around didn't really hear the beatles till i was like in college um (laughs) and so i
0: thought kaylee show. yeah no yeah yeah. yeah. that that, that was the
1: process that was the process mostly it was like wait i thought cloud crater boy sang this yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh wait (laughs) but um yeah it was just some of my most meaningful favorite memories and you know being out away from home for college and kind of on that trajectory of you know uh, doing technology and whatnot so I got a really firm foundation in technology and software and all that application stuff and then uh met a friend out there and uh from Hawaii going to school for marine science and that's kind of the moment I found out that you could, you know, have an o- have a job at the ocean that wasn't a pro surfer, a lifeguard, a fisherman. Ah, yeah. Or in, in the navy, you know, and so uh, or coast guard, you know. We, well, let what? me ask
0: you this question. <laughs> this is personal. person. Do you do you have you on a on a boat a lot?
1: No, not as much as I want to be, um okay. but a good portion of my you know, it's it's at a it's not like daily. Like some some folks are fo- who focus on monk seal work. They they're usually on a boat uh, during their field camps all the time. Or if uh, ocean safety folks, or even um, if you're doing offshore island stuff, you have to get on a boat a lot. Um, I'd say you know before the pandemic, I was getting on a boat like two three times a month. Okay, see, but but, but big you know big uh, trips. You know it was like you know packing for the day, packing for a couple of days, or oh really that kind of stuff. Yeah.
0: Wow. Because when I was in college, I wanted to be in marine biology. That was mm. like one of my, like, I, I was in education, but then I was minoring in, in uh, environmental science. I thought, oh, I'd love to be, you know, working on the ocean and water and stuff, but I get seasick. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I can't be on the boat all the time yeah. if I'm going to be sick. You know, like, it's going to suck. Yeah. So then that's what kind of dissuaded me from... So I was like, oh, maybe maybe you don't have to be in the boat all the time to be in marine biology. So no, not necessarily, necessarily. No, not right?
1: necessarily. Yeah. I mean, f- most of the boat stuff, to be really clear, it's, it's for me. It's mostly transport. Like we're transport we're going uh, uh-huh, somewhere. Uh-huh. You but know?
3: do you tease marine biologists? That do get sick when you're
1: riding with them on the boat? <laughs> you know, not at that time. <laughs> no, no. I do work with a lot of seabird biologists who, ironically, are not uh, seaworthy. Oh, really? Um, wow. And so it, it, I think that's a. Uh, um, a funny little thing you see in the in the field is where you um find people like you know, uh for me in seabird in the seabird uh industry I, I thought that was really funny we'd be out on the, like funny in a not funny way you know like kind of like oh yeah. sh- crap poor thing you know like, yeah. um but like you know we're out you know we're trying uh we're going to Kure or heading heading to Kure takes like ten days you know so we'll stop along the way at other islands but, you know an hour or two off of Kauai and they're already you know like follow um, everywhere gotta, and, well and, they've got to like lay down they've got to start you know uh, um activating the sequence yeah. right like uh, of, of seasick you know like um remedies right so it's like, <laughs> I was like you know it it, it it sucks to have that too you know but um it is part of the part of the job yeah you know? well, but, I,
0: i'm kind of proud of myself then that yeah. i had that forethought to <laughs> yeah. think you know, like, but you
1: don't have to actually be on the ocean to be a marine biologist like i think i'll be clear about that like i yeah. i specialize in coastal stuff so mm. uh, like most of my things i do i can be on the coastline you know mm. and so you don't necessarily have to be in the water but um but being able to go to the ocean daily, come you know, storm or nice days or weather days, and so you still have to be able to go out and like you know collect data and like do right, do your thing. Right. So, so it's not all like oh nice sunny days at the ocean all the time and nice smooth <laughs> flat glassy glassy uh, conditions. And you guys gotta
3: learn to rough it too. Sleep in a tent on the rocks. And yeah,
1: stuff like yeah, that. yeah. We yeah, yeah yeah for yeah. It's kind of funny. We do some weird things for the name of 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 some numbers that. Yeah you know come on come on,
2: come on. <laughs> tell us tell us give us give us example one one weird thing that you guys had to do.
1: one weird thing oh man there's there's a lot I know, there's so many I know, yeah there's, so many. there's a lot um i d- yeah so a good portion of my job we did when i was doing a lot more field work now i do more um looking at programs and educa you know getting education programs and stuff going but we did a lot of remote field work so you know you're camping away from a lot of comforts and amenities and Mm. you know you just you just get really creative and um some of the fun stuff we did was we you know because marine debris is everywhere and we have so many um washing up on the shore daily like we just can't tackle there's you know the truth is we can't tackle it all so we focus on um entanglement hazards things that we know are gonna like entangle a seal or a a bird or whatever right so all the other things we kind of just have to like deprioritize, but we end up collecting them and making like you know um macgyvering slippers or making headdresses you know and like you know just making all kinds of creative things to kind of like keep ourselves entertained you know while we're waiting for the you know seal to turn over or we're waiting for like the the hide to come back down or you know we're just waiting for past the time you know you just kind of find some really, really interesting things to do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so marine debris, let's talk about that for a second, because we had uh, Ray on um, a while ago and you talked about the plastics mm-hmm. in the ocean. He's coming up with this uh, contraption to separate plastic from yeah. sand, you know, but um, it's a big problem. Yeah. And uh, I-, I would imagine as you're traveling to these atolls and mm-hmm. other islands, do you see it over there, too? Just a ton of trash just washing up? uh
1: yeah uh yeah before we even uh get into the like we're you know just in the deep blue and mm. you know just no land no land in sight and we'll be you know looking over over the dock and look into the you know dark water and we'll see just layers of plastic you know wow. as we're as we're wow. swimming you know traversing by and um yeah it's everywhere it's it's a really it's a really big problem it's bigger than we than we want to like uh, tell ourselves, I think, mm-hmm. on a on a community level, because so much of what we need comes in plastic and comes in those boats. And in order to get in, you know, there's sanitation issues. There's all these issues that plastic solves. You know, yeah. so now, um,
3: has this plastic been more prevalent now, or is it because we're more exposed to it into the internet and stuff? That it's because I feel like when I was a kid, there was always rubbish on the beach and always plastic washing ashore. I just don't know if it it's like tenfold now. Or is it because it's being more exposed in the media that it's become such a big attention thing?
1: Well, I think that if we can, like, kind of consider that if plastic has been created since the 50s or 60s and every single piece of plastic hasn't disappeared, Mm. you know, so when you're younger, just mathematically would have less plastic in the world you know but those plastics that existed in the 50s 60s 70s that you see is still around and then the ones that are made in the 80s 90s and 2000s are compiling on top of that and so i guess it's a twofold answer that there was less plastic there but also that there was less time that plastic was being made so the volume of it now is a lot more than it was then mm, yeah. um and it's it's kind of a Like ridiculous amounts of numbers. So
3: people who traveled where you traveled before and they're looking down at the water, they're like, "This is way worse now than before." I mean, the the people that previously went there. You
1: know, I think some of them. um, I'm just trying to think of you know, some the thing you know, only a fan. Not many people go out consistently over that many decades. Like the kind of. You know conservation Ooh. and um conservation careers like you know you have a few years in one spot and you move around um but from people who have been out there it it has increased um it has not increased due to the tsunami in Japan I think that's a okay. a really big um misunderstanding um there are like i mean I think the last time I was on cure twenty fourteen you know so it was a little after the- tsunami so there were Japanese things coming up but it wasn't um it wasn't the way of more everything. yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. way more than than mm-hmm. what was normal the rate that washes up is kind of the rate in terms of like across all the different ones there's you know fish traps from Oregon and, mm. and there's bottles from India and there's you know just you know, you, there's a Pez dispenser we found you know in, in 1400 miles away from Honolulu oh, wow. you know wow. like um you name it, it's out there, right? So it's not um, just one country or one uh, industry, but there is enough evidence to say that, you know, ghost nets and long line fisheries and stuff do play a big role in um, some of this impact, but not entirely around plastic, right? Like mm-hmm. if we're talking about marine debris. But even then, marine debris is such a problem that we're kind of moving away from the term debris and calling it pollution right so plastic Ooh. pollution huh. marine pollution because it's like air pollution where it's so prevalent that it is poisoning it's a, like a poisonous type of thing where and that's kind of the state that we're in with marine debris is that it's marine pollution um, and it's um, yeah marine pollution and plastic pollution Wow so as a conservationist
0: and studying birds what is your kind of focus with them like the population growing shrinking or is it what they're eating or what is your kind of specialty in that sense
1: so I did help out in in some research reproductive studies research and stuff to look at nesting and increasing and all that stuff and we did I did I've helped out with ecotoxicology research where you look at how you know feathers um, consume, you know, the oils around them, you know, yeah. so when the, the the birds are out foraging, you know, the <clears throat> they kind of, like, take on some of those toxins around them, and so taking feather samples from them is a way to kind of, like, gauge, like, what's out, what's out there, you know, yeah. eco, what's called ecotoxicology, but um, um, for the most part, what I, you know, what I focus on is really um, kind of very specific in, in, in that um, trying to get our community to respond to climate change um, through... Seabird restoration. In that, you know, we have um, probably the largest like seabird repository in the world right here in the Northwest Hawaiian Islands of like millions, you know, millions and millions. I I wish I could give you solid numbers right off the top of my head, but a lot. Yeah, (laughs) millions of birds, and it's um, and that's just one species, right? There's like 22 seabird species in Hawaii. Um, and almost all of them nearly all of them are threatened by climate change and uh, I'd say a good majority of them nest in the Northwest Hawaiian Islands so when you say climate change
0: specifically what portion of climate because climate change is kind of a broad
1: yeah so um, for us we focus on high sea level rises Um, you know the we can't do too much about where they're foraging um, but we often gauge the success of um hatchling uh, of chicks every year that come out we often gauge like how successful they're doing uh, you know in in their areas by how successful the nesting is and that's either from habitat you know it's either from uh if they're not as successful on a population scale then it's due to like bad habitat where they're nesting like you know not enough um native plants or not enough plants that help foster their their success rate and then you have um the foraging um, problems and then problems with foraging where they're eating plastic or they're eating not, mm. less nutritious things because um, <clears throat> to, plas- to birds you know the smell of plastic that has been um, baking in the sun in the ocean for a long time smells a lot to them like for us it would smell for us it would smell like candy or like a nice piece of fat from the steak mm. you know it's mm-hmm. so like oh my god it's so good right so like to them that's kind of what plastic smells like huh, um, that's that, that, that I didn't know <clears throat> and though well, it's not like a complete attractant, but there's like some studies that show that there is a scent that it gives off, and you so, know, seabirds use a lot of scent. So when you're at
3: the atoll yeah. and checking out the birds and stuff like that, I mean, I have seen yeah. pictures of dead seagulls and birds that are open, the cavities open, and there's all plastic inside of them. Yeah, all have of them. Have you witnessed that?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty common. Wow. Um, and 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 the, it's it's kind of um amazing how much the shock and awe is kind of effective and then also like it dies out after a while but um it's pretty normal to walk you know to you know a mile long island half mile wide um you know you're walking to your work site you know half mile away and you'll come across hundreds of birds just dead with plastic you know deteriorating and just plastic remains you know or you'll walk past a place where there's just a pile of plastic right there and you know it was from what once was a bird
3: and you know their primary death was because of the consumption of the plastic it's not just old age or anything like that right
1: no yeah um a lot of times the ones that are dying on island especially in those situations are usually um young ones um ones that have not yet left uh to forage on their own um they're getting fed the plastic and oh. by their parents oh and so God. um they're not getting enough nutrition to fatten up and get the strength to go to the ocean they're often like malnourished on top of uh already like there's already a natural die-off that happens in that process yeah. kind of like uh survival of the fittest yeah. type of yeah. issue where you know some some populations, some seabirds they'll have two they'll nest they'll lay two eggs and kick one out, and then invest in one. But and then some seabird um, species will lay one and invest in that one. You know, and mm-hmm. and 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 they take a long time. It depends, anywhere from like three months to nine months to raise a chick. So, yeah, you'll see. You'll walk along, and you'll just see. You know, birds withered. You know, and and, and uh, mainly albatrosses because they're big and you can see them. But you'll walk by, and you'll see a lot of that on the ground. Now,
3: did, does their nest com- consist of plastics too?
1: Yeah, some of them, some of them do. Um, there's so so yeah. Part of uh, one of the things I I did the last couple of years was um, helping. We were kind of sifting through Atoll Conservancy's photos, and I was trying to pick out photo all these photos with marine debris in them and br- marine debris in them with wildlife. You know, because then you see like they just ca- casually interact with the plastic environment around mm-hmm. them. You know, because it's part it's there, so they're you know enduring it. But you'll see. Like little noils holding a a little piece of plastic that's broken off, or like the corner of a bin that's like uh you know dried out in the sun, so it's got this little shard left it's carrying it, or you have like um you know um again a booby bird uh carrying um fishing line or like wow. a a net in its in its mouth taking it back to the nest, nest. or wow. you know just all kinds of instances any kind of instance you can think of. Uh, pretty much happens, you know, like monk seals will just like, um, you know, they'll rest on a net or they'll come like there's sometimes they'll get like full. The plastic will like go around their neck and they'll just be swimming around with the plastic on their oh, neck oh, or an, or a net ar- ar- around their neck, you know. So mm-hmm. Yeah. So
0: so when it, this is just something that I've always had a had a problem with, you know, but I don't know what to do. I mean, with the pandemic and stuff, um, it's a lot of takeout nowadays. Mm-hmm. And I know that we were just talking with the uh, Bobby right so they have you know the, the paper takeout stuff now instead of the plastic and then whenever I go zippies you know they go do you want utensils I go nah it's okay because I can just go home and use my metal fork and just rinse it off after you know or something like that but um would that even make a difference is all that making a difference or because um, at the same time I get my Amazon box and like everything you ordered you open the box and there's like 15 different plastic containers that hold every piece yeah, of yeah. whatever you Buy, you know, kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, I think um, you know these are one of those issues where you you know you kind of always have to believe that your small effort makes a difference because it really does. Um, mm. You know, and, and a small group of people really pushing against this stuff can can really make a change. Um, I I do, even though it does seem like insurmountable odds to even like pushing You know, like reverse this kind of impact. I think you know just being proactive about, um, you know, it's not easy to you know. To really like come to terms with your impact on the community and your environment around you, like regardless of plastic, right? Like just just realize you know, just having to come to terms with that is always like a, a really humbling process by and large, right? But I think on the whole, like beyond plastic, I think that's the kind of reckoning we have to come to, like, f- with a lot of this. But well, what do you think about stuff? like
0: the seventies and the air quality, right? Yeah, In yeah. LA and the big cities. So it was it was bad, right? People yeah. couldn't go outside. Then they invented the catalytic converter which helps cut down emissions of cars and whatnot, yeah. right? So then So I think we're there, but there's just the message hasn't gotten out yet with the plastics.
1: Yeah, well, there's a lot of um there's some good articles that have come up in recently that, you know, a lot of um that that the big oil companies had something to do with quieting the the alarm that's being sounded for this stuff um because they have a they have a stake you know they have skin mm. in the game and so you know there is um and then all, conversely like uh you know the long lining industry also like with enough skin mm. in the game they're really um there's enough there to to assume that you know uh some pretty big players are benefiting from our use of plastic and um, and it 's not to go down like conspiracy theory roads or anything but it but it is there, and um it is real that uh there are big you know people do benefit from us using it uh yeah, sure. big conglomerates and corporations that really do not um hum- care for the humanities or for the environment well and- well it 's
0: interesting right because when I was little, everything was about Oh, they're chopping down all the trees. Don't use paper. You know, it's the trees, this, trees, and everything turned to plastic now, right? Yeah. Because they're like, I don't know to use the paper. So then you go to plastic, and then it's like, oh, now the plastic. So I think it's just a matter of, you know, the message getting out there and everybody kind of, you know, moving and and doing things until we get some kind of nice equilibrium. Yeah, yeah. At the same time, do you see any kind of uh, solutions being worked on as far as I know that they got the little bacteria that eat? plastic and poop out oil yeah right? yeah mm-hmm. so if someone can figure that out that that'd be
1: great yeah well i you know i think on the on the big picture in the grand scheme of things i i, I really do believe hawaii has a lot to teach the world in 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 this in this respect so we are uh, a more progressive state in this, in this yeah conservation we're thing. we're more progressive and 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 kind of you know part of my whole like interstitial thing is the bringing the culture in is is part of that pro- actually a good portion of that process is creating a process that people can remember to how to Mm. be be uh connected to the environment like it's not uh a teaching it's not even a um some people some people are new to hawaii and need to learn how to you know they they gotta have go through their process of environmental kinship and what that looks like but but by and large, Hawaii, we have a good sense of our impact. Like inherently, it's in our communities and our families. And we do it so naturally, right? So hmm. so on So on the positive note, uh, Hawaii, I do think Hawaii has a lot to teach the world in that sense. And kind of getting that more um, present in, in our everyday management of it is kind of a more, I think well, would you, be a big help in getting the message out.
0: You know what's interesting? Last night, just last night, I was um, on Reddit. And there was this guy that posted, he's in... Uh, he's in uh i don't want to call anybody out he's in, he's in a different state anyway <laughs> but his um so his whole thing is like on the weekends he has this like remote controlled cart and he puts buckets on it and then he goes around and picks up trash off mm. the beach you know like okay. that's his like kind of like relaxation like up the world kind of thing yeah but holy shit man <laughs> the amount of trash on the beach like it's like people like eat their food like imagine you went had a potluck and you ate all your food and you just left. This is the area where he lives in. Yeah. That's not in this state.
2: Yeah. Mm. And
0: what state uh, was it? Texas. Mm. Oh, well. But and then like um yeah, it's just like holy crap. Like if if someone like cuz that that is blatant, you know, like how they would leave their stuff. Yeah. And I know like if if some family came and had like their lunch at the beach and stuff and packed up their stuff and just left that st- on the way to the car, someone would go up to them <laughs> and be like, "Hey, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. get back yeah, over yeah. and pick this yeah. shit yeah. up," you know, yeah. like yeah. So I yeah. guess people over there Don't have the same thought process You know They just kind of like Leave stuff at the beach yeah. But um, yeah That was pretty crazy When I thought about that Compared to here Where yeah You'd get cracks If you left stuff On oh, the beach yeah. like that You know sure. I think that the attitude's Is yeah. just d- different You know Yeah
1: Yeah like I mean That even goes to Like say about Protecting some of these places that are being heavily impacted by, you know, things that that particular place had nothing to do with, right? Like the Northwest Hawaiian Islands had nothing to do with the plastic that's in the world, but yet it washes up, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But um, but we're learning too that you know protection is, you know, yeah, there's enforcement, there's um guarding, there's um you know standing your ground and stuff, but there's also protection predicated on community and prayers and love, you know, that really doesn't actually need. To be so in your face or aggressive, you know, and it can still be protected. It can still be something that we care for and we can go, you know, because we know how to be there. We know how to take care of it. We know how to um, enjoy it and so that uh, and then leave leave it how it how it was or better so that others can do that same thing that you were able that you were afforded you know and and that's something very Hawaii and and that also a big message too and all of that
2: yeah and that was actually one of the uh, that's a nice little Mm lead-in to one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about Uh, because we talked about this actually um so the reason Hoku and I know each other is we we actually met on Clubhouse where a whole bunch of us were in this Hawaii group and you know Mm -hmm. we, we we've had people on already who've also been in clubhouse yeah. uh, but it's been a really fascinating study and uh just learning about people and so when you came on um you know and it's you're native hawaiian and very much of this place yeah right and then to go into uh, uh the science arena i thought it was a, i thought it was a fascinating combination of of sort of worlds right because yeah, yeah. you've got this you know the hula world the 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 native Hawaiian aspect of things and then to combine it with the science part I think we were all asking we're like how do you do it how do you do it how do you keep the two things you know either together or apart or I, I don't know so I was just curious about that
1: yeah um, you know science you know gets a bad rap in our community and rightfully so um, you know there's a, there's a good amount of history in Hawaii and the world of you know people coming with the um with the idea that their question is of the greatest good therefore you know that that question is of service to all of humanity and your your things are not as important and so you know thereby displacing and you know exploiting um a lot of native cultures and our own cultures uh, our own culture here um so so rightfully so you know science does get a bad rap um but also therein lies a very um very valuable tool within the house of science so you have the institution of science that has pushed politically you know these kinds of colonial mindsets right of like we're gonna you know, we're gonna use science to um you know kind of take over take, everything take over this space <laughs> yeah. um spaces that you were once you know in some places like for example you know mauna kea a great example um but you know science has come in kind of in other places uh mauna kea there's alekala there's you know um Northwest Hawaiian Islands at one point it was not as you know it was just a marine national monument now it's a world heritage site so now we see culture and science as Mm -hmm. or culture and natural resources as one equally uh, important and equally deserving of protection right so um, so those cultural efforts of seeing uh, a precious resource, a very uh what others people would call sacred resource to be more than just a research question uh, more more robust and more meaningful than a research question is definitely something really important to me and um I think you know uh within science uh, not just the institution but the pursuit of of enlightenment and having you know th- that part of it where you're you're really just trying to find truth and whatnot I think there's a lot of good in that. Um, It has a lot of uh, skills of critical thinking, analytical thinking, but by and large, I think a lot of scientists forget uh, that they're usually asking questions or conducting work in a community that they don't belong to. Mm -hmm. And so they often forget how to be human after, you know, once they're done, uh, once they're done asking their questions, how to like just be humble enough to be part of the community or even share uh, well, I think they get really it. excited, too. That, too. Right. They're, they're trying to solve a, in their mind a problem, and yeah. they're really excited
0: about that, and they kind of forget.
1: Well, know. yeah, to be fair, I, I mean, scientists are great, and I love them. They're a lot of my friends. Um, but to be fair, sometimes they're, that's not their skill set. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Exactly, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not the scientist's fault. It's it's the game, right? So um, for me, it was just important to, uh, you know, I, I went out, traveled and then realized i could be at the ocean you know and and be some of some service right not and not just be a surfer because i was never i i mean i did bodyboarding sometimes boogie boarding sure longboarding every now and again but yeah my 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 love was on you know all the way out out in the ocean or underwater you know snorkeling Mm. or diving and stuff so i'm just different functions but you know, it was just important to me to be able to keep asking these questions about... I'm such a problem solver, mechanical engineering type of thinker, you know, like very analytical. So me just to have a a, a job that or career that consistently looks at, um, has the mechanics to really continue to try and like look at things in a problem, a solution finding kind of way. Like for me, it was, you know, what really like kept me going in that in that way. So... I think there's a lot of good that can happen with science if the right people are, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, conducting it. But at the end of the day, the science science is, you know, just part of the co- another finger in the palm of the community, right? So, yeah. you know, um, I, I for me, there was it took a little bit of uh, grappling with that identity of like being Hawaiian and in science, but. You know I was just really really thankful for just awesome mentorship and 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 whatnot by amazing women in science and in culture that just really took the time and gave me that space when I was younger mm. to just you know really ask these questions and grapple it with myself and now i you know now for me I can you know stand here and be like yeah no, this is what I do and da 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 but I mean it definitely comes with its own still have to defend your thoughts yes? yeah so mm. it's its That's comes with its it shouldn't
0: have to be political or nah but so is life yeah yeah and well it comes (laughs) you know
1: it comes with the it comes with it sometimes it shouldn't be a lot of scientists get the privilege of never having to engage Mm. in political things because the institution that they work for and whatnot kind of affords them that space but some some sciences um still need need pushing like the especially in the spaces where you know we're bringing more like traditional values into the that in traditional values that would drive the questions like you know, for example Hokuleo started as a research question you mm-hmm. know like we've, we've we, we often forget that that little tidbit that it started as a a simple you know research question funded under like a PhD or a, a grad school I can't remember but you know and then you know worked out the kinks enough now it's a cultural thing right it's not mm-hmm. a singular single question asking one single thing it's broad it's you know constantly evolving and refining and
0: yeah that, well, that is science, right? And so science is asking questions, trying to find answers, and it can be applied to anything. It's, so I'm glad that you're involved. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hope more people like you get involved in these kind of things because, yeah, we need those plastic-eating bacteria to poop out <laughs> yeah.
1: oil. Yeah, you know? and, and just, just the psych, I really commend all the efforts of um, anybody, you know, all of the efforts that come up of, like, trying to directly solve Removing the plastics or the yeah. brain debris, like you know, you're asking my thoughts earlier, and I I love them all. I like some people are like, oh it's not gonna work, and I'm like, nah, keep trying. You know, like yeah. no, keep tra- <laughs> if it doesn't, keep trying because like we really do need to constantly be thinking in that way. So. My my
3: one, not one complaint, but my one concern is, that I don't mind getting rid of plastics, mm-hmm. but we need to find better solutions to replace them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because the plate lunch we got today, for example. It's it's a container now that's made out of paper and cardboard, and you mm-hmm. got a plate lunch in it that's soggy. Soggy, and by the time you go home, it's gonna fall apart. Yeah, you know. So I wish that we come up with better solutions if we're gonna get rid of it. You know, and in time we will. Yeah. But right now, it's, it's just one of those it's things. Like it's just like the air pollution, you know, right? It got yeah. so
0: bad, and it was people suffered yeah. until mm-hmm. a certain breaking point and everyone's oh this is a problem and then everyone focuses on yeah. it and, you know so it might be the it so might
2: be the st- 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 the paper straws John No the straws that are getting the solved. paper straws <laughs> the man. Straws are
3: getting solved Could you, you did you go to McDonald's and use that straw It's like no. a regular it looks like a plastic, it plastic straw, straw yeah. It's it's sturdy it's not that that junk um, paper one yeah, anymore. Yeah, So the straws are getting solved. Yeah. We just got to figure out the plate lunch now part. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <You know>? yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I agree. And maybe I a agree. plate lunch with a um, container with a handle or something on it, yeah. so you can't use a bag anymore. You know,
1: I'm kind of a big fan of bringing my own. Um, there are some habits I've had to, um, kind of break and then i've also had to like at simultaneously make space for new habits right like so my schedule scheduling things is different right like to leave the house okay i'm gonna go here 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 here. i gotta bring this 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 right it's like you carry more you know that you know all that stuff but it i think on some level um i on some level i can see what you're what you're also saying is that it's it's not our burden, you know, I think on some level, these bigger stores that are, you know, like Cheesecake Factory or DMBs who are like huge corporations, cranking out an X amount of volume of food, you know, X amount of money going towards to-go materials, like should actually pay for that, you know, like mm. instead of putting it onto the consumer where mm. it's like sixteen dollars, sixteen cents a bag because you wanted a bag, yeah. Um, it should be paper bags and the and the corporation should be paying for it because they're providing that service you know what i mean like for us we sometimes consumers like we don't have access to food the same way it used to be right like not i mean for me i'm you know honest i i am not a farmer um and i've tried <laughs> i've really tried um i'm you know, I can I can, you know, make a mean throw net. I can patch it. I can do ocean things. But, you know, you asked me to put my feet in the low yeah, and I am a fish out of water, you know. <laughs> so so but therein also is a reality today, like some things some of us specialize in some things and some don't. And 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 that means that we today where we're at, we have food on the go. Right. Mm. So, you know, did you say you make throw i mean yeah, i can't i know can't- <laughs> I that was the that was, that was the, the pink <laughs> I, I, thing I, like, I don't make them regularly i want to be clear i want don't make them reg- i've done it i've done it but also,
3: you don't have for sale you don't make sale no no
1: it. i don't no 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 just, but, just call call just mass. What? but i did i i did actually just the other day um i last week or so my family called and said um that they had uh they had our family nets yeah um at the house, and I, I have track of all of grandpa's nets. And you know, like, oh. I'm I was like, oh, why? Which one is that? And they're like, they tell me which one, and they're like, well, it's you know, we're gonna throw it out if not. Da, 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 da. And I was like, no, you're not throwing it out. Yeah. The eyes are probably illegal, but they're like, well, they can keep the weights. Well, back know, then,
3: and, th- there wasn't any type of um, yeah. law against the eye, right? yeah, 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 yeah. So
1: you can keep the weights and stuff. So, anyway, the short story is that you know, after that, someone. Then was like, oh, it sounds like waits for the for your next tronet <laughs> and uh, I was like, ah. <laughs> so, but um, so it's something in my head that I like. Oh well, maybe I can try, kick off the dust, you know, and try try them again, you know. But yeah, if you, you do, and try, like, see, <laughs> <it's> ready, <laughs> <laughs> and you're
3: willing to sell, let us know. <laughs> uh,
1: I don't, I don't know if I'm at the selling point yet, yeah. like even the caliber. But thank you. <laughs>
2: Oh, and uh, almost forgot with the farming thing, Kuike was on as well. So yeah. that's we've, right. We've, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I would, I would call Kuike, and be like, he and he fishes too, so yeah. it's not like yeah. he's Renaissance man. So
0: yeah,
2: the yeah. you know, a
0: master of many
3: things. Our habits has changed so much, so fast. Yeah. In this past 10-15 years. Yeah. Till today, when I go Fulan, I keep forgetting to bring a damn bag, and I'll yeah. fill up that plastic um shopping mm. cart with you know my with all everything, and by the time I get to the corner, I'm like. Well, I can even carry this back to my car and then I gotta buy a bag
0: yeah you know? yeah Oh, you just carry that ca- that thing to the car and you throw everything in your car and then you put no, the bag
2: they don't give it back to you though yeah huh? they don't give it you back. You? They, they take it they take everything out of the thing they put it underneath oh they, they do go, what food do you need bag you, sir I go, I go, I go to I Safeway
0: and I, I just hold it I put everything up but I'm holding it in my hand and then I Put everything back in the thing. I yeah, walked into my car. You know why? I didn't know pickup. you at Safeway. They had yeah. your picture on I mean, the shopping carts everywhere. It's John
2: Yamasato yeah. from Pure Heart. We I, don't gotta let normal, I don't think but I'm wrong. I don't think the man. rest of us get in trouble. <laughs> I love it. The commoner <laughs> at Safeway yeah. won't we'll be able to do yeah, that. Yeah, yet. they give us stink yeah. eye. Bro, like, yeah. well, do you do you need a bag, sir? yeah yeah these are hard habits to really like
1: break through like uh, that's what i mean like we have you know a lot of like reckoning to come to if we really like are facing this stuff and it's not easy it's i'm not saying i'm perfect either i mean like i i think i've shared on clubhouse like i actually really suck at bringing reusable uh spoons and forks and straws and stuff with me um, because, but I've also just opted to not use straws. Like that's a that's a manufactured <laughs> habit, right? Like yeah, so, yeah. I just don't even use it. Well, you know why I don't like
3: using straw. Like why I don't want to use. Why I do want to use straws? Why I do want to <laughs> yeah. use straws?
1: Because if I go to a restaurant, I want to sip
3: from a straw from that glass. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to put my lips on a glass. Oh, that's that interesting. Because hundreds I, of people put their lips. On I don't and care and I don't about know how that well at It's at been clean. You know, the
0: more for me, it's more when I'm driving because I tried. I tried going. Strawless, yeah, you, know, yeah. For a bit. you take the cap off, like you McDonald's or whatever, take the cap off, and you hit a bump yeah. or something, they can spill, huh? Yeah, so I want to keep the cap on, but yeah. I can't drink out of with the cap on, so I just bought uh, well, I didn't buy it. my buddy, uh, Dennis got me bamboo straws, so I've just been using those. Yeah, those, those are good.
1: I, I like the bamboo option, like that, the, because um, <laughs> I like them because they last long, and then also I don't know they last long because a friend of mine uh, got married about 15 years ago and gave out uh, shot glasses made out of sh- bamboo mm-hmm. oh. and um, as the party favors, right? Like, along alongside other things, but that that bamboo shot glass is still going strong today. Wow. Like, you know, okay. it's yeah. still on my shelf with, you know, it's got the two. Oh, okay. I was like, okay, okay. And I'll, you know, well, every now and again, get some salt water and brine it, you know, like, wash it out. Yeah. With, with a little bit of salt and water in it and, you know, just upkeep it. Yeah, that, I but. mean, like... I have the bamboo straw
0: and people are like, oh, they think it's slimy after a while. It's like, yeah, okay, but these bamboo straws, I figured out they're like 89 cents or whatever. Mm -hmm. Use it like six times and then throw it away or something. It's it's still... Pretty cheap. It's on you know it's about like my eleven a cents collapsible a stainless
3: steel one. That
1: fits yeah, in the yeah, yeah. It just
3: extends and
0: yeah, you know, fits in a or little. Or
1: the stainless case, steel is good. I like the stainless steel. I have a stainless steel straw at home, yeah. and I use it f- at home when I'm making my own smoothies and stuff. But I, I like the bamboo one. I, I, I was thinking when you're we were talking about bamboo is that it's a random factoid, but uh, <laughs> there used to be like ancient uh, villages in China that would um, their piping system was was bamboo, oh. mm. and and it lined the entire village. Um, and it was hundreds of years old bamboo, but how they upkept it was they would run. It was brined, right? Like it had like some salt mm. fermentation on it that would kind of oh. keep it preserved it would and kill so, the bacteria. Yeah, really. that would k- keep the bacteria at bay, and so the water you know could could funnel through oh, them. You know, we should stuff. do. We should start yeah. a
3: campaign to teach the world to use chopsticks to eat with. Yeah, so, yo, that's what
1: I've been doing too, a lot too. Because
3: it would save, save a lot more plastic. We don't have to use plastic. I mean,
1: forks I'm into the. Yeah, that's the thing. Is I yeah. usually I I pretty much exclusively chopsticks yeah. uh, even at home so so, <laughs> so so my 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 contributions have been oh boy <laughs> I, I don't
0: take the utensils from zippies anymore okay. right i just opt out yeah, and i do. use my metal fork at home that i can just rinse off okay and then um i've been using chopsticks way more yeah. cuz i figured that's not plastic right yep. <laughs> and then when i take the kids to the beach i always get my bucket i have this bucket and I have my sifter then i wade in the water i just sift through the sand and i pick out Little pieces of plastic. No, I, and yeah. I, I commend
3: you for that. Because I've seen pictures of you doing that all the time. <laughs> yeah. At the beach,
0: Wherever you know. I go, Beach. Yeah. Because I'm not, you know, Mia. I, I'm not physically fit enough to surf or anything. So I'm just sitting on the sand. Yeah, you're, also, waiting. you're also pretty pale, dude. So I know you're going to your so, go yeah. Yeah. I was like, what beach are you going to? I don't know. I, don't so know. Just, I got my hat on. My, you know, my worker hat. And I just go around. I look, look silly, but that's my my three contributions well, thank you for doing that we Thank really appreciate you. It. yeah thank you telling it to the world right now
1: yeah if yeah. you <laughs> see John with a little strainer <laughs> in a okay. bucket if I, see, if I see John with a strainer in a bucket I'm gonna tell my nieces to not go bother uncle <laughs> yeah. let him do his thing do my thing <laughs> his part I mean let I try to I try to find the big <laughs> I try to find the big plastic first cause I figured the big plastic
0: gonna break down into small plastic so I try to get that first and mm. then then after that I do all my sifting yeah yeah
1: Good job, good. man Thanks, yeah
0: But Thank you, No, I gotta admit it It's really kind of weird Because We go a lot like Makapu side, right? Mm. Waimanalo Beach Sherwoods All that kind of stuff it, It's dependent on like Either the tide Or the wind or something Because sometimes I, I don't find nothing I'm just I'm sifting I'm like Oh, wow, everything is clean today And then
1: sometimes yeah. I'm like, Oh my god There's so much stuff On the beach Yeah, it gets so. It comes in the tides too You know It's Yeah so it's some, some beaches Just due to the currents Will get more yeah. Than yeah. others You know, there's a place in, um, uh, on Kaho'olawe, it's called O'ava Vahie, but, um, the the informal name is Opala Bay. Because it's just just levels, levels of of trash that just wash up, and you're standing on levels of trash before you get to the driftwood that also came in, you know, like, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's a big volume, but also, you know, um, that's the it's the world right so it's not just like the trash in Hawaii coming even though even though it's right there in Kohoolava, even though it's right there on Kure, you know it's not actually just Hawaii but it's the world yeah so it's like you know we can do our part here I you know it's almost like Instead of doing like all these, I mean, we got to do all these little things too, right? But we also have to shoot for those big things, right? Like really, like going for less import, going for more food sa- security, going mm-hmm. for more local foods, going f- supporting your local fishermen. Like yeah. it's all it's across the board scaling back to more locally, um, gr- loc- locally based, or especially just because it's Hawaii too, because um, it takes so much to bring it over the ocean. Yeah, sure. Like the cost of it, not just monetarily, but you know. Qualitatively, you know, when it translates down the road, um, you know, when we think of it that way, um, then it gets a little bit easier, I think, for me um, to think. Okay, well, I can bring my my hydro flask today, or I have a hydro flask in my. I actually have hydro flask in my car. Um, I constantly have water. I don't. know I, I just have this thing about just having water, mm-hmm. um, you know. And I always have like spare chopsticks and napkins in my thing. So it's just like, and it's taken years of just like figuring it out. And I still fail to bring grocery bags to the store nice. i even tried to like up my game right i got like <laughs> better grocery bags right like the, <laughs> the, the canvas ones they that the, have like they fit in your pocket and i keep forgetting yeah that, and you know? well i even have the ones where it has pockets on the side so you can like put your wine bottles yeah. or your it can separate vegetables or wine yeah. or whatever and like you know but then i ended up just carrying my basic stuff in <laughs> yeah. like it just became a regular bag you know all right and then the other problem is you know bring it in with all the food and then put it back in the bag drawer and then you leave again and you forget the bag mm-hmm. the bag yeah. in the bag drawer yeah. and you're like so it's got to be some yeah like i said so it's for me even for me i'm like okay i gotta like remember to have a better system for this stuff because <laughs> i but i also conversely cringe when i have to use a plastic bag or when um mm-hmm. i see somebody using uh, a bic lighter you know mm-hmm. cringe worthy because i can i still see that I still know exactly where it's gonna end up, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've gone, I've gone away with using like those. Um, I've got electric toothbrush now, you know, and where mm-hmm. you're using the heads, it gets six months. I've like had to, I've held on to them, and I'm like, can I burn these? Like, <laughs> you know, like just like yeah. trying to figure out like how to <laughs> minimize, yeah, yeah um, your footprint, yeah. a footprint yeah. across the board, yeah. you know, and it just takes time and. Um, a little bit every day goes a really long way. You know, five years f- ago, I wasn't, you know, doing half the, you know, like 20% of the things that we, I'm doing today, right? As far as habits and better habits, so. I have know. a um, I I don't know, I guess it's
3: a stupid fishing question,
0: though. Well, but hold it, because okay. we're going to be going into our Patreon section, so we'll okay, save I'll it for that them. Yeah. Okay. But before we do that, Hoku, on our show, we have a segment here that says that, oh, because you, you would, you kind of know about this. <laughs> If you're stranded on one of these atolls okay. or <laughs> islands for the rest of your life and you could only take three albums with you to listen to for the rest of time. It also could be CDs or whatever. You, yeah. yeah m- music state. mostly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. What three albums would you take with you? Wow. That's our that's our music segment since this is technically a musical channel. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Am, am I to answer this on the spot right yes. now? Yep. Yes. Okay. So, can it be five albums? No, no, no. that's fine. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. It's just going to um, be greatest hits though. Okay, okay. Well, it's funny because I, I, well, it might just be a sign of the time. Um, but the first two albums that came to my mind that I was like, okay, if I'm really some, like if I'm on Curia again, if I'm on Lisan, what's the albums that I'm going to have? And the first two that came to mind was um, um Makaha Bash 3. and george helm's hawaiian soul all right (laughs) those are the first two albums that came to mind that i'm like okay i would have to have those because it's got the full gamut of experience um yeah i that third one though is a little iffy um you know i listened to be honest i listened to a lot of audiobooks and podcasts out there too so so it'd be a little hard like i think i'll just leave it at those two for now (laughs) (laughs) so
0: you'd bring an audiobook
1: Uh, yeah i'd bring an audiobook too interesting wow that you could listen
0: over and over what audio book was interesting
1: we brought um there was a season where uh i have monk seal field camp and um we'd go out and take pictures and like uh, document the seals that we see and then we'd have to come back and crunch all the data and that data work was photos and data entry you know so it was a lot of monotony uh Mm. for like six hours so you know and you don't want like eh, you know music that goes up and down and up and down because you want good quality input right so audiobooks was kind of or you know podcasts I I think I listened to like seasons and seasons worth of This American Life doing work out there or um, you know that kind of that kind of stuff yeah yeah nice
0: And the High Sessions Hawaii podcast. Yeah, yeah, that too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, as long as it's uh, offlineable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, (laughs) yeah. Well, well, thank you. We're going to say bye to our YouTube section right now, and we'll come back with our Patreon in just a second. Thanks, everybody.
2: Thank you.